0: Good morning on this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we were talking about seed time and how seeds are so uh, such a powerful way that God gives an illustration to us. We made mention of the sequoia tree being a very 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 tiny seed. It takes 91,000 seeds from a sequoia tree to make 1 pound. And a sequoia tree in one year, uh, it can yield up to 400,000 seeds from the little cones it has. Now, there are many, many parallels that we can learn from the lesson from yesterday and today's concerning the trees. The Bible talks about a believer, an individual, even a sinner being a tree, uh, comparing us like a tree. Or as a tree is, the man that Jesus had healed that was blind and told him to go wash uh, at the pool of Shalom, uh, he went and he came back partly seen and Jesus asked him, what do you see? He sees, I see men as trees. But yet Psalm number one, uh, the Bible says, you know, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord for he shall be like a tree. Planted by the waters, not depending on the council, not walking in the ways, not sitting in the seat of scoffers and scorners and things like that, and so on. And the Bible makes a comparison even to the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar uh, in Babylon uh, uh, when the stump was cut. uh, He was compared to a tree. And then, of course... Uh, we have in the, in the scripture uh, mention of so many other comparisons of entire nations uh, and the people of those nations being trees that are plucked up and, and torn down. Now, in the book of Jeremiah, we are taught uh, in chapter 1 where God called Jeremiah to be a prophet and he specifically called him for a purpose. Even before he was born, even before he was conceived, while he was yet in his mother's womb, God had called him. And one of the specific purposes for which he was called was that he was going to be used to accomplish and do some things that God wanted him to fulfill. Uh, Concerning the nations of that time, uh, to pluck up and to... uh, plant and to tear down and uh, to pull away, all of these things are identified as uh, using a comparison of a plant or something that has trees that is going to either be uh, replanted uh, or it's going to be pulled out and torn down. So uh, the the scripture is, it, 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 teaches us and brings to us uh, very vivid pictures of how things uh, are seen and looked at by God Himself. Now, uh, the scripture says in Jeremiah 1.14, The Lord said unto me, Out of the north an evil shall break forth unto all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, says the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall, they shall set every one his throne, at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem and all the uh, walls of the city round about against the cities. He says, uh, I have called you, I have raised you up uh, uh, for a purpose. You're going to be in verse 18, for behold, I have made thee this day a brazen defense city, uh, an iron pillar, a brazen wall against whose land, uh also the kings of Judah and the princes thereof and the uh the priests and the against the people of the land you shall fight uh they shall fight against thee but they shall not prevail uh for thus saith the lord in in other words uh he was specifically raised for a purpose and that purpose was to root up to pluck down to tear to plant to accomplish these things And we in our lives have got to understand that we are also called for a purpose. We are to be planted in the house of the Lord. We are to pluck up that which is not called of God, that which is contrary. And we're to root it out. And that's where many people don't understand the part and the place which intercession plays. Intercession is a way and a form which God uses an individual's life through intercession to pluck up and root out many of the things that are firmly attached uh, in our society today. You you, you can do all kinds of natural things. You can build signs. You can go on, on marches and stuff, which is all good. But... The real effect is going to be when in the spirit realm, the axe is laid to the root cause of whatever it is that's causing the problem. And there we're going to find God dealing with those issues that in our life are so prevalent today. Now, talking about the sequoia. Here's some interesting facts about them. They live about two to three thousand years. Uh, interestingly enough, the church has been around for about two thousand years, a little bit more. Uh, the 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 bark of the trees of the of the sequoia, the the giant redwoods, uh, is about eighteen to uh, roughly three feet thick, which makes them fire retardant. Uh, they won't burn. They're immune to uh, uh, a disease uh, nothing really can topple them down except the super heavy rain that the ground is so soaked for so long or heavy snow that it'll actually topple down the tree but but they, they live for the longest amount of time uh, these trees are also protected uh, you can't just go and cut them down as you wish uh, if you stop and think about it in, in in God's line of thinking and way of thinking we the Christians are surrounded and protected by God you you just can't be mowed down and cut down uh, unless uh, Satan like for for uh, Peter went and asked you know I, I want to sift him in other words it, 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 you just you just don't get uh, wiped out just simply for the reason of getting wiped out also fire has a very tremendous effect on the on the on the trees the the trees have the little pine cones that are so so high up there remember the, some of these trees uh grow up to 300 feet tall i think the tallest one they've ever discovered is about 375 feet tall and uh it takes fire to burn underneath with intense heat to cause the little cones up there to crack open and for the seed to drop out. Now, that very same fire that is burning underneath provides the ash and the soil upon which those little seeds are going to fall. And as I had made mention yesterday, the burning of all the underbrush will give access for light to come in and help the little seed develop and grow and mature. Now, you stop and think about the Christian life. As I said, there's so many parallels that we can draw from. The more intense persecution has been in church history, the more the weeping and the crying and the sowing of the seed in tears that brings in massive harvest so the more there is fire the more the opportunity for the seed to be able to open or to come down as it opens up on and the cones open up and it drops into that fertile soil now you stop and think many times in our christian walk the greatest times of victory that we have had is when we have when we have been going through the fires of life. But yet he has promised to be with us even when we are going through the fires of life. And the very things that are burned up around us, the very things that are no longer needful, many times wind up being the nourishing soil that is going to provide the place for the seed to fall. Now, you can use your imagination and your thinking and meditation just to go in so many directions with this. But also the 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 growth of these trees is astounding in the type of root system that they have developed. A root system that goes for a hundred feet or more and it intertwines itself. It's knitted together just like it says in Ephesians in chapter 4, concerning the whole body and every joint knitly fit together, to help sustain and hold. The roots don't go down very deep into the earth, but they spread out. And then interlocking with all the other roots all around to help the weight and the height of that tree to be sustained and maintained. And many people don't understand the importance of the fellowship of the body. Being intertwined with the root systems of others. It is that root system that in the Bible it says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. That you would, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Do you know that the inside of the uh, giant sequoia or the redwood is a very hard wood? As long as the tree is alive, it is a very hard wood. But once the tree dies, it begins to soften. It begins to decay. It's not as strong as it was. Well... We are made strong in the Spirit. It's the inner man that receives the strength and the life of the Spirit of God. And here's the reason why it says in verse 17 that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height The height of the love of God that he has for us. But see, we have to be tied to the roots of others. Now, in the midst of all this, there may be lives or individuals that develop roots of bitterness. And they have to be brought out. They have to be plucked up. Those roots of bitterness have to be eliminated because it says that they'll defile they'll contaminate a lot of people you can find this in the book of hebrews in chapter 12 and uh we have to understand that the preaching of john the the john the baptist was that the axe was already laid at the root The root, so that the root system, it says in Matthew 3.10, And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. We can talk about the natural fire and we can talk about the spiritual fire. The fire of the Holy Spirit in a person's life to consume all that is unholy. And the fire that man can set, and the problem with setting uh, man's fire is sometimes it can get out of control. When Rome was burnt down by Nero, uh, he blamed it on the Christians and massive persecution started uh, because of that. It got out of control. But at the same time, the fire that came to the Christians also brought forth the preaching of the gospel with more intensity. So there's a lot of things that we can look at. Now, if we go back, Jude talks about uh, the roots of individuals. It says in Jude uh, 1.12, These are spots in your feast of love when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about the wind. Trees whose fruit withereth without fruit. Twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Those that imitated, those that pretended to be, or those that at one time were, and abandoned the faith. Their roots are twice dead. And Jesus is considered a root out of David uh, in uh, Isaiah 11.1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of David. A branch shall grow out of his roots. So there is a lot of interesting things that we can learn Uh, on Sunday. Join us tomorrow. We'll continue along some of these thoughts, how such a little tiny little seed during seed time can reach such awesome heights and uh, bring such glory to God when it has developed and brought forth the very image of Jesus in us. But until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.